Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Chris, UCC is right around the corner. You know, it's funny. So last week when we did a, we did a recording and we were like, yeah, you know, it's a couple months out, this and that. The next day, one of, uh, one of the great, you know, uh, interviewees that we've had in the past uh, posted something that uh, it, it was actually 32 days away. Yeah. Th- 32 days. So, yes, technically, um, when we recorded that, we were still in the month of March. Right. So... In a technicality perspective, we had two months because <laughs> you know, April, May. But yeah, we're under 30 days right now. Uh, 30 days as of yesterday. I feel the pressure, man. Yep. Uh, anybody who who attended Ultimate Callout Challenge Diesel Performance Industry Expo last year, uh, you, you probably at least saw our booth uh, over at Calibrated Power Duramax Tuner. It's a bit of a monstrosity. Yeah. So so we've been going through how to set that up, what vehicles to take. Yeah. We're really excited. Hey, guys, this year we're going to be right up by the alligator booth, by the live builds. Uh, so I, I've been so lucky to be asked uh, to help MC some of the live builds going on, so I'm excited about that. Chris, you're going to be on site during the show, running around, doing interviews yep. with uh, different vendors yep. and different competitors. And then our producer, Justin, is going to work on a bit longer of a piece. Uh, he's going to be hooked up with a couple of teams, getting some kind of behind the scenes, get a feel for what it's like to be a competitor at Ultimate Callout Challenge. I think one of the things, uh, something to consider here, guys, you know, you listen to the podcast, you follow all these, you know, shops, you know, across the country on social media look them up on YouTube, things like that. There is a lot that goes into the show. Okay. Shops such as us, you know, preparing and being ready for the event, being a vendor at the DPI Expo is a big deal. Yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of manpower beyond just showing up and yeah. setting up a pop-up tent, right? So, you know, you guys, you know, coming over, shaking our hands, saying hi, it means a lot to us because there's been a lot of sleepless nights, especially for that event. I, I yeah. think last year, uh, between Thursday, Friday, uh, or Friday, I got down Thursday night. Yep. So Thursday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I probably had a total of five or six hours in, in, of with, sleep. Of sleep. Yeah, yeah. Within yeah. within all those days, yeah. you know the, and the sobriety, show. Right. The show. The show. <laughs> <laughs> The show runs long. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just it's one of those things. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah. I love, you know, meeting people, especially people that I've dealt with in the past, maybe new potential, you know, customers, whatever that case may be. Someone that admires one of the builds that we've had and they ask questions um, or you just have a question on a product, whatever the case may be, you know, but it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, I get nervous. I get ner- I get a little nerve wracked going to it. You know, the sure. first day kind of calms my nerves, you know, ease up a little bit there. But. You know, it's uh, this is game time. You know, we are, like I said, within 30 days of being there. We're getting all of our shop trucks prepared, loading up the trailers, figuring out what's going to go in what, what's going down there, what's staying. And, uh, you know, hopefully offering a good amount of entertainment for, for all you guys that are going to be traveling to be at UCC 2019. Absolutely. And, hey, if you're coming to check out the show as a spectator uh, or, you know, coming to just kind of see everything at the expo, Make sure you stop by the booth, say hi to us, like Chris said. Also, go over and check out our sponsors, WC Fab. Uh, they're going to be there. They have a huge setup. I'm sure they're going to have some really cool L5P stuff to show off. Oh, yeah. That clip we showed of that that uh, twisted S400 in there, man, that had blown up on man, Facebook. Man, I had I took I took a couple of glimpse pictures, you know, some, yeah. some glimpse pre-glimpse pictures, whatever. And uh, Jason's like, don't be posting that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude, don't worry. That night, you know, he gave us the okay to post it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's going to be a splash, man. That is probably one of the only that I'm aware of. Last year he had the L5P with a twin kid already mocked up on it. On an engine stand. On an engine stand. Now so this year, it. now this year, as of right now, okay, I, I could be corrected, he has the only twin turbo L5P in the country, mm-hmm. okay, 
and then he has the only S400 single turbo L5P in the country that yeah. we know of, that we've seen. That you know? we've seen. And he, you know he's going to broadcast that. That's Absolutely. Candy. Yeah. He, he's going to be there. He's going to have a great booth. He's going to have a great show. Uh, speaking of, he's also going to have a lot of stuff about his powder coating. And that's something that I think we, even, even as close as we are with Jason and yep. the crew over at WCFAB, we didn't know a lot about the powder coating. You know, going there, you know, we Paul and I went there a few weeks ago. You know, we did a bunch of, of pre-recording stuff for the show. Um, it, it is insane, insane the operation that Jason has there. And just the powder coating section of his business is second to none. You you can't speak about it unless you see it in person. And, and even then, you're lost of words. And I, I think the thing for me was he has so much cool shit going on there. Yeah. Single S400s on an L5P. L5P no big deal. The the um, suburban build they're doing, yep. Ryan's build, yep. the triple max. You know yeah. what I mean? There's so many other cool things going on that you're like, like I always joke about how I only have eight colors in my yeah. Crayola box, right? So I'm not really into the paint. Not 300, 400. And, and then all of a sudden you go there and you see this massive operations, these huge ovens, these these huge racks, yep. just tons of people, two shifts. I mean, it, it's a yeah. it's a massive operation to be able to provide you guys the custom colors that you clearly want. Uh, there's clearly a huge demand for custom colors, yeah. and Worley is helping you guys out with that. So so I think what we're going to do now, we're going to jump over, give you guys a little bit better idea. Chris and I, like uh, he said, did a walkthrough of the whole powder coating operation. Let's take a listen into that piece right now. What's the difference between powder coating and, you know, rattle can? <laughs> well, that's an easy one. Uh, the, uh, the powder coat is going to be a much stronger, higher quality finish, um, and the actually what you see here in this booth this is actually a, a ceramic coat booth so something when we moved into this new shop instead of a high temp powder which doesn't have a very temp, high temperature rate only about a thousand degrees we actually start started a ceramic coating application which is is it's a wet application sprayed out of a, a paint gun similar to auto body paint so this particular booth here that you see austin working in right now is uh, where we apply our ceramic coating which is what we use on all of our hot pipes turbo down pipes, um, turbo exhaust housings, headers, manifolds, exhaust systems, what have you. And uh, that stuff gets sprayed on and is an air dry, and it's actually good for 2,000 degrees. Wow. Okay. So that, that's the ceramic. I was, I'll mention that just because we're standing right in front of it. And right next to you here, you'll see the powder coat booth. So the powder coating is a little different from your, your typical spray paint, let's say. Um, powder coating is actually a, a negatively charged... I'm sorry, the, the rack is negatively charged, the powder coat is positively charged, so when the rack actually goes into the booth, he actually hooks a ground cable up to the bottom of it. And the powder comes out of the gun, a very light mist of, of, of dry powder, and it's actually, it attaches, it adheres to the part. It, 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 it'll wrap itself around a round pipe. You can spray one side of the pipe, go around the back side, and it's almost fully covered already. So the powder is actually attracted to the part due to the, the polarities. Um, so the powder goes on dry in the booth, comes out of the booth, and then it'll go into the oven. And powder coat is baked on. So it, it comes out of the booth dry, it's just essentially tacky, it's sticking on the part. It goes into the booth and depending on the weight of the part, it will, it will go in the oven at anywhere between 350 and 400 degrees for 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how heavy the part is. Like a sheet of brownies. Yep. And then it comes out of the oven, you can hear the oven beeping now, there's some product ready to come out. Um, it'll come out of the oven and uh, essentially it'll look a different color, but once it dries, once it cools down, it is your finished product. So he's walking into the oven right now and that's, yeah, you got to kind of close your eyes. You got to wear welding gloves. 
And uh, looks like he's got a, a, a ATV frame coming out of there right now, working on some outside product. <laughs> so I'll, I guess I'll roll into that. You know, at, at Worley Custom Powder Coating, we don't only powder coat the product that WC Fab produces. We also powder coat anything you want to bring us. If it's a aluminum, steel, cast iron, any sort of metal component that can withstand oven temperatures of 400 degrees, no, we can't powder coat plastic, so don't ask. Um, <laughs> Yes, we've been asked, yes. <laughs> you can bring us anything, whether it's wheels, four-wheeler parts, snowmobile parts, motorcycle, any of that good stuff. So we, we powder coat anything. All right, man, and uh, we're back. So that uh, there were words. multiple times <laughs> where I think during that, that walkthrough, we were, we were at that loss yeah, for words. I mean, uh, we'll try the, to get some pictures up on our, yeah, our social media yeah. feed of what it looks like around there. Uh, all I can say is wildly impressive. All the racks, all the orders that are ready for powder coating and how they group everything for a specific color, you know, as Jason stated, you know, they have their flagship colors. You know, I sure. call it the WC Fab Red and the WC Fab Gray, which like pretty much for Jason, like he runs those colors and holds those colors on a majority of his vehicles. Um, and all the vibrant, crazy frost colors and pearl translucent <laughs> colors, like when we go, and that's not in this clip, but it, well, we went into the, the shipping department, I remember, yeah. and seeing there had to have been a couple hundred orders that were getting boxed up ready to ship and you just see this sea of colors of powder coat <laughs> all I'm like damn man like I couldn't keep I couldn't keep track it, yeah. it is insane it really it, is a cool thing it's a wild operation absolutely uh jumping back into being at UCC guys one of the other booths we wanted to talk about was Exergy yeah uh Exergy's uh one of our our favorite sponsors uh, of course <laughs> and and really, the reason that, that we have such a good relationship with them is because of their amazing products. I think, you know, anyone that is a, a customer of Extragy can can speak on uh, on this or, or relate. When you buy a product from them, you're, you're getting top-tier quality, okay? When you're getting a set of injectors, their balance rate, uh, their balance flow tested the whole nine yards, you're getting a flow rate sheet, knowing what those injectors are capable of and, and how they work together. But they're consistent. And uh, I think last year, for those of you, uh, any of you guys out there that went to UCC 2018, they had a really badass standalone engine on a stand running one of their standalone uh, ECMs. With the hand throttle. With the hand throttle. Oh, and yeah. They invited you, you know what, rev the fuck out of it. You know, go <laughs> up and go play with it. Like, that's if that's not interacting or interactive with an end user, I don't know what the hell is. Absolutely. You know, so, and they're very knowledgeable. You can go up to them, talk to them. They can get very descriptive in how an injector works and why their process sets themselves apart from anyone else in the industry. And I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that what anyone else in the industry is doing is incorrect, but just know that you know with Exergy, you are getting someone to support the brand, support the product, and you're getting what you pay for. Absolutely correct. Um, yeah, two years ago, I rolled up on Exergy uh, to go have a, a midday yes. refreshment yeah. and uh, pulled up on. We have a little electric side-by-side, -side, so I pull up on it. I get out the bottle of uh you know jägermeister and red bull and a couple of solo cups and i'm going over to pour us a little midday drink and i walk up behind the booth like you know where their employees are and i'm like hey guys what's going on and all of a sudden i look to my left and realize there's 40 people standing around because they're doing their like presentation then about their products um. <laughs> our our producer our producer justin right now is looking at you like you are a complete <laughs> fucking scumbag it was i did not realize that is when they were doing their yeah. seminar most scumbags would um. say that <laughs> So so I stayed. <laughs> I I pulled up I pulled up one of their chairs. I'm pretty sure one of their employees had to get out of for me, which I appreciated. 
Yeah. And then I sat down and I listened. I helped at that point then because there was a pump near me and I handed it to him. So I was like part of the presentation. Right. So I, I pretty much am an expert on injectors. That's why Rick doesn't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> that makes sense. Rick's a smart man. Hey, uh, big shout out to Rick. He's back at XRG. Uh, we love you, Rick. Glad you're back in the, in the swing of things. Yep. Uh, guys, I think now is a great time to also talk about other places to learn about diesel yeah and that that's one thing that we we constantly hear from you guys who send in messages to the show which please keep that up we, we love to get them uh, i'm responding now so it usually happens within two days that you you get a reply the information might not be right guys but right yeah responding. you won't get it as accurate of information but yeah. it will be timely um but but in all seriousness uh we, we know that a lot of people come here to learn more about diesel hey if you're hungry for knowledge a great place to learn more about diesel is duramax tuners youtube channel uh, you can check out a playlist or just look for any of the videos labeled for Diesel Insights. Uh, Diesel Insights is a series. Well, you know what? Let's let Nick tell you about Diesel Insights. Diesel Insights is a chance for you to learn. We take broad topics. We take time. And we go over them. We tear them apart from the top down. Really disseminate the information, do our analysis on it, let you see what we see as guys who are in it every day, guys who are troubleshooting, working with the products, driving new technology. You know, you get, to, you get to see the unadulterated look. It's, there's no polish. There's no frills. It's just this is what you need to know. This is going to make you more informed. And as a diesel owner, these are the things that you need to grab onto. Limp mode, where I take an uncomfortable topic and talk awkwardly about it for 10 minutes. It's important for you to know what trouble codes, what situations when driving your truck are going to leave you stranded, are going to cause the truck to shut down, are going to cause the truck not to perform at its fullest. And limp mode can be caused by a number of issues, including fuel pressure, transmission performance, mass airflow performance, turbocharger performance, just to name a few. And I take a deep dive into it, let you know what to look for, let you know how to troubleshoot it, what to look for as far as diagnostics, and uh, hopefully give you, give you a step ahead as far as, you know, give you a little blue pill for that one. All right, and we're back. Um... So, so, yeah, so that's Nick giving you a heads up a, a little bit more about the Diesel Insight series. He gave you a, a bit of a breakdown on one of our previous episodes. Chris, we, we got some new, really exciting episodes to come out yeah. uh, over the next few weeks. Those are generally published about every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, guys that are new to the industry, guys that are looking to learn about diesel, maybe it's your first diesel, maybe it's the first truck that you want to really modify. Maybe you're in the market to buying a truck, you know, and you want to buy that 150, 250,000 mile truck or that 80,000 mile truck. The Diesel Insights is going to give you a little bit more insight. And it's not biased. It's not about a product, a calibrated power Duramax tuner. It's about the broad spectrum of, of the trucks themselves and what to look for. Knowledge is power, guys. So take a look. Um, I, I, I guarantee every one of you uh, sits at home in the evening or in the morning and, and has some time that they want to kill. YouTube is a very big thing these days, so it's perfect. Get on there, you know, go follow the videos that are there. And Get on the not. YouTube. I hear you yeah. kids are using it these days. Okay, Paul. That was, that was my, yeah, never mind. That was, awesome. that, that was a shout out. That was a shout out to an old episode. Never mind. We'll talk about it that, later. You just reminded me For of now. like uh, Billy Madison, like uh, he called the shit poo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I feel like you're about to disrespect Billy Madison or no, the no, great no. Adam Sandler. We will fight over the it. The great Adam Sandler was a G back in the day. He sucks now. And I'm like, <laughs> you're showing your true age right now, my guy. Uh, I'm going to cut, all, I'm gonna cut all that out of the show. No, it doesn't not. matter. Anyways, uh, here we go rolling. <laughs> here we go rolling. Uh, I know what everybody's waiting for is to hear us talking to Tony Burkhart. Oh, hey, you know what? He is the pimp of all pimps and loves his hookers. <laughs> Guys, we got a chance to sit down with uh, Tony 
Tony Burkhart from Dirty Hooker Diesel. Uh, big show last year at UCC and coming up to make it another last minute hooker uh, true appearance here at 20, 2019 Ultimate Callout Challenge. Today's guest is no stranger to the podcast and no stranger to diesel performance. Uh, you guys have heard him a bunch of times before. He runs a whole bunch of hookers at all the events we've ever been to. Tony Burkhart with Dirty Hooker Diesel. Tony, how the hell are you? Just wonderful. How about you guys? We're doing good, man. It's it's Friday, and we are ready to roll. Getting excited for UCC. When this airs, I think we'll only have three weeks left. Yeah, I'm excited to interview a professional hooker, man, honestly. Runs hookers, no, not a hooker. He's professional, though. The truck is the hooker. Tony, oh. and, so he's the pimp. Handle this for us. I, didn't, I did not use that word, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, Tony, yeah. are you the hooker or is the truck the hooker? And who's the pimp? Uh Depends. Yeah, it depends what time of the day it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Tony, uh, this is your second time at UCC. We saw a, a, a really nice show from you last year. Wanted to dive in here. Tell us a little bit about your truck and how it performed in 2018 Ultimate Callout Challenge. Um, a little bit about the truck. Well, we, we threw it together in about two months' time last year. And... Um, you know, we showed up, just everything's last minute, right? And we tackled, you know, on the drag racing day, we had a lot of issues with uh, the weather, on and off on the weather. And when we got a chance to make a hit, if we didn't have everything right, um, we had to go back to the pits. And when we come back, you know, it's raining again. So by the time, uh, uh, I think it was about 6.30 or so, when we finally realized that we twisted off the planetary inside the transmission, <clears throat> we didn't have enough time to swap it out and go out and make another hit with it to try to get our drag racing down. I mean, we we just don't have a whole lot of drag racing background and and uh, and working with that power and you know that track's an awesome track and uh, it's not very forgiving if you uh, come out a little too hard. We saw that last year. Um, a dyno, I, I was all right with the dyno. Um, you know, again, for the first time going out, I've never worked on dyno queens. You know, it was always uh, just flood pullers. So, and then, of course, on the third day with uh, getting set up for sled pulling, I, we didn't do too bad with the um, third place for the, you know, sled pulling, so... Yeah, no shit. It, it was a rough weekend. You guys definitely spent some time working on the truck, uh, but it was great to see that you kept coming back. Uh, I know that Friday night was a long night for you guys to get up and be ready for uh, the dyno on Saturday there. Now, that that's the last-minute hooker, I believe, that you brought last year, if I remember the truck name correctly. Yes. <laughs> yep. Absolutely correct. Uh, is the last-minute hooker coming back again this year, and will it also be thrown put together uh two weeks before the show because <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that that would beat our current record of working on it three weeks after the show has, well he beats has the started. record no matter what right because he showed up, he showed with, up a, with, with, with a running vehicle with, with the yeah right check so so you got us well, beat but uh yeah just seeing how 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 differently you're going to tackle it this year um really redoing the whole truck Basically, the only thing that's going to be the same uh, tires, 
sheet metal and most of the frame. Oh my so, God. Uh, and of course it is bare frame right now. We are uh, trying to do the best we can. We're waiting for parts. It's a nonstop. I mean, we're waiting for axle parts. We're waiting for motor parts. Um, waiting for uh, the system, our ignition system. I did finally just get the turbo. Um, so we have to do a lot of building because we're really not using, I guess, the biggest thing we're using is the same nitrous tanks from last year, and that's about it. Oh, no. So, so after UCC 2018, did you get any more seat time and go to any drag drag strips and, and run the truck to get a little bit more acclimated with that or no? Yes, but then it's a total rebuild. Uh, right. I mean, we're just we're starting we're starting over, really. Um, so it's more or less you have two weeks to get the truck together, a week of test and tune, and then be in Indiana. Oh yeah, uh, it'd be nice if we could get some test and tune yeah. uh, someplace <laughs> other than at the UCC. But, uh, I love it though. This yeah. is what the this is what this challenge is about, though. It, it's about pushing not just your truck to the limits at the event, but pushing your ability to put a truck together. With this this type of a deadline, because I'd imagine challenge. you didn't <laughs> you you didn't yeah. start tearing the truck apart a week ago, right? Like you've you've been working on this tear down and this rebuild for some time, I'd imagine. Yes, and um, you know, so you start talking to some vendors for some parts. You know, like you know, we need to do this, kind of get this thing, these parts rounded up, and then you know, this is four months ago, and. And the next thing you know, three months, two months. I mean, we still have two months, right? A month. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah, no? yeah. Well, when this episode airs, we should be about three weeks out from the well, event. A technicality, yes, yeah. two months, because, like, April is in, like, two days, and then, you know, May's after that. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll flip the calendar twice before yeah. we go to the event. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You could just say, oh, fuck right now. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm, you know, we, we're plugging away. That's uh, crazy. And I, I'm telling the guys, we, we don't have time. Quit screwing around. We don't have time. we got to buckle down and get this thing done. Um, but it's hard with vendors. You know, you don't, uh, how do you push a vendor without pissing them off and, and, uh, them actually intentionally holding your parts back. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. So. Sure. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we don't have the manpower or the equipment to make every single part that we need on the truck. So. Gotcha. Well, once it comes together, what does the setup look like? Uh, how big of a uh, turbo setup are you doing? How how much nitrous are you going to throw at this thing? What kind of uh, fuel system have you put together? So. Uh, can we start at the back end of the truck? It'd be a lot easier. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, I. Um, Tell me about the roll so, pan. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> no, we 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 switched the rear axle for drag racing to a, a ten and a half inch four linked it, um, and then next forward uh, we have the the Rosler 400 trans with. Uh, SCS drop box. Um, so we're away from the Allison and away from the, the factory transfer case. Okay. 
Um, that Rosler training is a pretty badass training. Um, the motor is the uh, the original billet aluminum block that was for the triple X pulling truck, which sure. I hadn't got together yet, but uh, putting that uh, aluminum block together for the UCC truck. Um, of course, all extra G fuel. Um, we got uh, the Waggler uh, aluminum heads, uh, aluminum intake, Waggler intake. And then we're doing the Bosch standalone system that's the uh, fanciest of the fancy. It's it's going to control the nitrous, the five stages of nitrous, uh, shift in the tranny. Um, everything's incorporated right into that whole ECM. Have you had a lot of badass unit? Have you had yeah. a lot of experiences with those Bosch standalones in the past? Um, on the, the older units, uh, Cheap Bucker has a standalone in it. Okay. So, and I've been I've been running that for three years. Oh. You uh, and that's treat worked your, awesome. You definitely treat your hookers well. That's expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get they get the best of the best. <laughs> um, Money can buy you happiness, so, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're if we can help if we can uh, get this finished up with a twenty-one forty-five for truck pulling. Uh, we did just incorporate a eleven and a half inch front independent front differential um, front suspension in the in the truck for the sled pull, and then it'll still have the factory nine and a quarter for the drag racing. So we'll be switching out front ends and rear ends, and pretty much I think most of the guys, all the big hitters, are pretty much up to that now so wow so not only are you going to the biggest competition of the year but you're going to be doing a lot of long hours at night getting everything prepared for each event for that morning yes yep okay how's your crew like doing that do, do, i mean do your guys get like excited for this event or they like really ramped up and they they just have that passion to kind of keep them through being awake for most of three days in a row um yeah, um, they know what's you know they know what's uh, they know what's coming. They know what's got to be done and and uh, get it done and hope they get some sleep and ready for the next day. Um, I do have some real good friends that are um, jumping in to help you know at the event. So uh, they want to you know they want to be in there helping also. So sure, sure. All right, so let's talk a little bit about strategy here. Um, obviously, you're real strong in the sled pull. Not a lot of guys are, Chris. No, uh, no. As we've looked through the field, there's only a handful of guys who have any sled pull experience outside of UCC, if at all. Yep. Uh, a lot of drag racers at this event, and, and you yourself on, on kind of the mirror image of that. So where do you think, how do you get better with drag racing, especially with a setup like this where, like you said, you're probably going to be testing tuning it at the track at UCC. Um, I feel really confident with the setup that we're going to have now. Um, obviously, if and we didn't talk about air, but um, if time permits, I mean, we're going to run a, a 102 charger, uh, pro mod charger, and hopefully everything. You know, single charger drag racing is going to be a whole lot smoother. Um, 
getting away from the Allison and the TCM for shifting is definitely going to help for time. Um, the four link is really going to help in the suspension setup, you know, for behavior on the track. So um, we're just hoping that all the you know all the stars line up. Uh, that's a big thing. Well, I like to hear so. that you've kind of engineered two different setups here, right? So, so you're you're putting specific parts together to help out on the drag racing end. Um, how does that look then on the sled pulling end? What, what all, I know you said front and rear ends are getting swapped out for the sled pull. What else has to get changed for Friday to Sunday? Uh, well, for Friday to Sunday, well, we skipped Saturday. So, um, <laughs> how, well, well I, I'm sorry. I, I guess I should ask that a lot of guys, uh, pretty similar drag race setup to, to dyno setup. Are you, are you looking at making some big changes between those two um we're hoping time permitting because i'm, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to have for sure and then not have it but uh, we're hoping that uh i got a pair of 104s that i plan on putting on top of the 102 <laughs> um for the dyno so um we'll have it there for and uh, can't be construed that We'll have enough air for 35 horse without 3,500 horse without nitrous, but just because you have the air for it doesn't mean that everything is going to work out to even make 2,500 horsepower. But uh, if we can get the triples on it like that, we'll have plenty of air. Uh, um, if we can get everything to work, like we're hoping. So that is a massive turbo setup. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's either going to work or it's not. I mean, it's one of the two things. So, yeah. No. Uh, Got a point. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So we can get half of the things swapped over. Uh, Friday night, we can get half the things swapped over for actually for Sunday. So, you know, as we're swapping things for a little bit of work for uh, Saturday for the dyno, <clears throat> we can be working on getting things ready for Sunday already. So um, we'll... Uh, uh, gives us a little working time as long as we don't have to do any repairs. I just got flashed, so I'm a little, uh, a little stuttering here a little bit. So <laughs> one of my one of my hookers one of my hookers was uh, doing her job. So <laughs> uh, always keeps things exciting around here. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so, so. Definitely, you guys got your your set of work cut out for you over the weekend, right? It, it sounds like a pretty massive undertaking. What do you bring for support? What do you bring for backup uh, in, in this competition now your second year around? Do you bring two transmissions? Do you bring four or five sets of turbos? Like, what's your backup plan for if or when shit breaks? Um. <clears throat> The biggest plan is is nothing's going to break, okay? Right, right. We're not even we're not even going to talk about breakage. But uh, Rosler says I'm not going to break their training, um, so I'm I'm banking on that. Uh, that's a hefty little uh, that thing's kind of hefty price tag on those babies, you know. Sure. Um, so the 
you know, we'll probably bring an extra motor along and uh, a few parts, but we're swapping enough parts out. You know, we do one event and swap out for the next. So um, we'll round up what we can for spare parts. And you know, we're gonna we're gonna tent with we're gonna tent up with merchants so we can just scavenge parts off his truck. Oh, I love right. it. I love it. Let me know if you need any help taking anything off of Eric's truck. I'll give you a hand. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. We'll have. Uh, Hopefully we can get a tent tall enough so we can get our hoist in there and uh, under the tent instead of working out outside with the hoist. But um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you guys you guys brought a lift last year, right? Like essentially. Oh, yes. Yep. That that's... makes that makes doing changes so much easier. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite different than the first time I went to UCC and, and everybody just had a jack stand. Yeah, you, you know, it, it was everybody was a, a floor jack and jack stands to get around. Uh, it's definitely yeah. changing. Yeah. We're we're seeing this this level of competition rise. Uh, do you have any predictions? Where do you think you're going to fall? Uh, are you shooting for a, a number one at this event? Well, what's a what's a goal for Tony Burkhart and the last minute hooker? So, well. <laughs> I tell everyone here. So, first thing we have to do is we have to make it right. You got to show up. So, we we got to be able to show up. We got to have this truck done. We got to be able to show up. So, uh, second thing, we have to finish every event. And then I then the third thing is is we just tally up the score at the end. I mean. Uh, <laughs> well, well <laughs> legitimately, if you finish all three events. Uh, and, and you you score, so you don't take yeah. like a, a zero on any of the three events. It's almost a guarantee you're in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's sure. thirty competitors, nice and was, that's just the way it goes traditionally. Sure, it, it'd be nice if it was a you know battle rate right to the to the last point. But uh, uh, have you guys been following their uh, uh, voting? Wow, how they call it, the UCC and the DPI on Facebook, the March Madness competition? Uh, a little bit, yeah. So so I've been poking around on it. I, I have not jumped on and voted or to see how the voting works. You want to explain it to our listeners? So what would you call that, a, the tree? They have a, uh, a, bracket. a bracket. Yeah. Yeah, they have the brackets. And <clears throat> so you just battle out um, – Two guys either get a, a like or a, a heart for as a vote, and whoever with the most votes in 48 hours moves up to the next bracket. So um, right now, I think uh, we are. I think we're in the final, and it's between Derek Rose and I. Um, the last the last round we went through was almost as stressful as trying to get the truck ready because we changed leads uh, Sam Sam Gable we were we changed leads I don't know 20 times in 48 hours or something like that um, for the vote and that's the most votes they've ever seen doing this competition on Facebook uh, we had over I don't know, it might have been 2,400, votes between the two of us. Uh, um, it's pretty crazy. Normally, you don't ever see over 1,000 votes yeah. for the for the two. Uh, we pushed pretty hard on on uh, rounding up votes on that. 
But I think we'll be down to Derek and I for the battle for first and second place here. And sure, it'd be nice if that was the way it ended up at UCC, but there's a lot of good trucks out there. I mean, there's a lot of good shops, a lot of good equipment. Um, the competition is bringing a lot of valuable people um, with a lot of knowledge. Um, now, in the end, I was just hoping that all the hard parts do the job they're supposed to do. Um, so, just hope to put on a good show and uh, hope everyone's safe, no one gets hurt, and all the trucks make it home. Like I said, the score—the score at the end on, sun, on Sunday will tell the story. So. <laughs> you said it, man. Well, well put. Uh, anybody you want to give a shout out to today, Tony? Oh, we got uh, uh, the crew, uh, the DHD crew, all the help there. Um, bunch of awesome guys. Uh, the woman in my life backing me up, and then uh, we do have uh, Exergy, Danville. Um, Wagler, Rosler, um, who am I forgetting? And uh, Torque Motorsports, um, and I know I'm forgetting some people. Oh, Simpico, yes, I forgot Simpico picked us up this year, um, or we picked them up. I don't know how you word that. Yukon <laughs> um, uh, Gear helped us out on some stuff, so. Awesome, man. That's, and then UCC, uh, DPI, you know, appreciate the opportunity and and uh, think that they put on a hell of a quality of a show. And Oh, absolutely can't forget you guys. Uh, oh, stir, guy. just, you guys stirring the pot, you know, that's awesome. That <laughs> Paul's, Paul's a real big fan of hookers, man, so, you know, he appreciates yeah. that. Uh, worse has been yeah. said about Well, you me. guys. I tell you what, you guys, come on over to the tent, and we can close the tent, and I'll let you touch the hooker, okay? <laughs> I am so excited now. <laughs> hey, guys, we'll actually have Chris at UCC this year. Um, <laughs> Tony, thanks so much for being on the show, man. We're so excited to see you guys down in Indiana on May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Uh, it's going to be a big year, 2019 UCC, shaping up to be the biggest event uh, of – of diesel, ex- diesel, yeah, of diesel, of diesel. Period. Brownsburg, Indiana, allegedly. All right, guys, thanks a lot. This has been Paul Wilson, and Chris Emke. Thanks for listening. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Powerstroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and great customer service, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. Not realize that is when they were doing their seminar. Most scumbags would Um, say that. (laughs) (laughs) So so I stayed.